up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police can kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act defend the shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even wanna teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. With all the noise that Kanye West and uh, Kyrie and the Black Israelite uh, Hebrew movement is doing. Uh, it's important for us to respond and uh, explain to their followers why they're all toxic. You see, in this week's parasha, in Parashat Vayishlach, the Torah tells us in uh, Bereshit chapter 32, Jacob tells Hashem or asks Hashem, please save me from my brother, save me from Esav. Why save me from my brother, save me from Esav? Because when he pretends to be my brother, He's even more dangerous because I don't know that he's actually trying to kill me. When he's Esav, then serious, then I know that he's obviously my enemy. That's why it's the verse is told that way. You see, one of the toxic things about those people is that they are not teaching their followers anything conducive to their life. They're not teaching their followers how to have better marriages. They're not teaching their followers how to be more polite, how to be more humble. They're not teaching their followers anything that's actually going to help the community better themselves improve their standing. The only thing they teach them is their identity was stolen from them. They are the Jews. Everybody is their enemy. Everybody is against them. And all types of other things that are simply causing people to hate. Hate for no reason. Hate for a reason that no one knew until recent history because you created it from your imagination. If you want to be Torah observant, just observe the Torah. 
No one needs to give you permission to observe the Torah. No one needs to agree with your identity in order for you to observe the Torah. You want to observe it, it's open for everybody. But if you're simply going to tell everybody that everything was taken from you and they are the enemy and that justifies your hate and that justifies you ignoring the very very same Torah that you say were stolen from you, then in reality, you don't even know what the Torah says because the Torah it actually comes from the word Ora'ah, which is instructions, instructions how to live, instructions how to better society, instructions how to serve the Creator, instructions of how to be a better version of ourselves than we were born. You were born an animal, but you don't have to live as an animal. And the key for a person to know is that if you're going to follow somebody, follow somebody that's going to better you. Follow somebody that's going to improve you. Follow somebody that's going to teach you things that are going to make your life, your day-to-day -day life, a better life. Not just somebody that gives you a reason to hate. Because quite frankly, there are plenty of reasons to hate. But you don't really need anybody's help for that. So today we're going to go into... Hey, y'all. I wanted to start right there. And... Um speak about what he just said you know these are what the Jewish people are narrative are saying first of all they call us black Hebrew Israelite see that that is a racist statement of its own y'all whenever we identify with something it's always black black this black this like that. They always want to la label us this. Is the native Indian black? Is the Latino Indians black? Different shades of brown. See, they play a little wordplay, but I'm going to catch you up on these wordplaying that he playing. Then he said that that the Torah, they don't even fit the prophecy, y'all. They don't even believe in Jesus Christ, y'all. They think that, they think, these people right here think, y'all, that, that, um, that they went in there, they was the people that was caught up in Egypt. They was the people that Moses came and got them out of Egypt. So when the Pharaoh was looking for the Hebrew, the Hebrew was white. So how Moses, if he was a white man, supposed to go up in the Pharaoh and chill with the Pharaoh and, the, and be a part of the Pharaoh family. And the Pharaoh is killing Hebrews. They talking about, they don't understand the book because the Bible calls them in the book of Revelations, um, synagogues of Satan. In the book of Titus, the Bible says, don't believe in the Jewish fables. This is what the Bible is saying, y'all. And yes, and he said, animals, we are the children of God. God didn't make his children. All the other nations might be animal, but the Most High made us kings and queens. He called himself an animal because that's what the Caucasian man is. If he referred to himself as animals, that's what he is. We're not animals. We came from the loins of the spirit of the most high. 
And he want to projectory all these beliefs on these other Jewish people that's believing this lie that they're the true children of God and they don't even fit the prophecies of Deuteronomy 28. And then he always trying to talk that little, little, little Jacob and Esau stuff. Esau was mad at Jacob because Jacob had had the promise. And Esau, the white man, the white Caucasian man, forefather, wanted to kill our forefather because we had the blessing. And what is the blessing? What the white man got now? And we didn't honor our blessing. So that's why Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy 28, the curses, when you read down to the curses, fit us. We lost our military might. We lost our heritage. Our heritage was with the Most High. We lost our identity. We lost our land because those people are in there. These are the people that we fit the curse. Do they fit that curse? The Most High said when the people, when the true people of this book come back into their order, it will be no war no more. <coughs> Is it war some more? Does these people got these wars out here? Don't believe these people, man. They And then they said peace in this. And they was the people that furnished the cargo slave ships, set our people in slavery and all this. And they talking about love. We should be suing these people as well. We should be suing the Jewish community of, of, of slavery. Their participation in slavery. But you see how they beat our and, and demolished our history and did all this and stole our culture and then all this. And then they try to act like they're the true people of the book. They're liars, y'all. They are liars. If there is nothing else you will believe in my mouth, I know for a fact these people are liars. Because if you was a true children of God, the most I said, see, that's why you don't he don't understand the book, right? They're not teaching people the true way of the way of the most high. What he said, the, the principle. <coughs> What he said, the principle of this book. He gave y'all the principle of this book. And this is one of the biggest thing that this, this devil is lying about. He said that the Israelite is not teaching their father certain things. They are teaching us, and I'm telling y'all hear me say that the Most High said, do those 613 law statutes of commandments. These are why you got to, <coughs> excuse me, y'all. These are why you got to do these um, commandments so that you can live in a better world, have a better life, and all this. So these, they, see, people just talk just to run their mouth or they got a hidden agenda. Because I've been telling all y'all that the Most High want us to do these such 613 law statutes and commandments. I've been telling y'all that from this day, this day, and on and on and on and on and on. 
This is what is required. Now, all the brothers been saying this as well. Now, listen to this devil and listen to these lies that he spit out. Have better marriages. They're not teaching their followers how to be more polite, how to be more humble. They're not teaching their followers anything that's actually going to help the community better themselves, improve their standing. The only thing they teach them is their identity was stolen from them. They are the Jews. Everybody's their enemy. Everybody's against them. And all types of other things that are simply causing people to hate. Because the Bible says when you go in the Psalm, it said when we came into captivity, when we came into the captivity, the whole nation, the whole world, the nation, they, they applauded. And when you believe the book of Psalm, the most high tell you all the people that came into the Damas that he's going to deal with, all the nations. See, that's why we can say that because the Bible says that. If you understood what you was reading, they say, these people right here, y'all say, that they're the true children of God. This is what y'all don't understand. This dude right here is saying the Jewish community is the true children of God. If the Bible said that they was the true children of God, that they would be spreading this whole narrative of the Most High, and the Most High said he was going to break all nations to 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 learn his ways <coughs> the most i say he gonna get all nations to learn his ways right so has these people sitting down here teaching like these brothers in the streets are showing all these because they the, the, the lie that they getting ready to profess or been professing all these time is getting ready to arrival, y'all. The puzzle, the puzzle is not complete until the pieces are fitted, fitted properly. And this puzzle right here in this world is not completed because the is not the puzzle is not fitted properly. We're not fitted in the right place. Those Jewish people are supposed to be fitted where we at, and we supposed to be fitted where the Jewish people at, the Jewish community at, and the puzzle, the puzzle will be fitted. Hate for no reason. Hate for a reason that no one knew until recent history, because you created it. He said, we hate for no reason, y'all, and we created. We found out, after all, we found our history, who we are, why are we here and what the purpose we need to do to get back into the good bosom of the most high. And then all the, all, all through the history and the information that we found out that these people was part of our domain. These people had our forefathers and the hardcore slavery. They furnished the slave ship and the Caucasian man as well. Well, let me tell you, they the same people, but the Jewish community and the Caucasian man is is on two different levels because this Caucasian Jewish man think he's God 
That's what y'all don't understand. And then he said, for no reason. If he knew our history and what his community did, he'll understand that. But they don't want to have a debate. If he feel like this, if they feel like this, y'all, they can get their best scholar and we can get our best scholar and we'll find out who's telling the lie. Right? Do y'all think that will be the world will, will really, really want to know that? Would you out of state? Because I think the dude that had the um, Arthur Kozar wrote the book, The 13 Tribe. He said, if there's 13, it's 12 tribes, right? But if the Jewish community says they're a part of it, it's 13 tribes. So how can you get 13 out of 12 tribes? This is the book that y'all got to look up because the Jewish man had written this book. He had written this book because he was trying to profess that they were the true children of God. <clears throat> but when he found out that he wasn't the true children of God, all of a sudden, things start happening. And these people know from higher up that they're not the true children of God. They're, like the Bible says in the book of Revelation, those that say they are Jews, they are not. Bible says in Revelation, those who call themselves Jews are not, and they do lie. So these is all the lies that he are telling y'all. This is what y'all need to be understanding or getting on the horse to get y'all better understanding. These people right here wearing, wearing our tradition and don't know what the Bible really talking about because the Bible is not for them. You only know your history when things are not adding up. And these as a nation and, and all this, why are we going through this? Deuteronomy 28, Deuteronomy 28, tell us why are we going through this. From your imagination, if you want to be Torah observant, just observe the Torah. No one needs to give you permission to observe the Torah. No one needs to. So he going right here. He, 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 like, he, he trying to say that the Torah is their book. That we need permission to read their book. That's our book. That's our history. That's our history, y'all. That's what y'all don't understand. The, the, the Torah is our history. Ours. Not the Caucasian man and other races. Or nations, as you say. And now I stop this and I want y'all to listen to what he said, the purpose of this book. That's why I wanted to do this over to let y'all listen to him telling y'all what the purpose of this book. Your preacher never told you what the purpose of this book. Pastor never understood the purpose of this book. These people Got the, they got they 12 moves in front of us y'all they know this they think they know this book but they don't but they try to fit this book you can't fit a, a book 
that your shoes can't fit. You're walking, uh, you're walking around with shoes that 12 size too big for you. And that's what they're doing. They walking in our shoes and they walking all flapping. That's why they don't know what they're doing. They can't walk right. They can't see it right. They can't run and exercise right. Because the shoes are too big to fool. They can't fulfill. They, what we've been through for 400 years, they cannot, their shoes cannot feel what happened to us. That's why we're strong. That's why we built. We're the true children of God. They're not. Now, listen to what he said this book is about. I keep telling y'all, you listen to the lies, some truth comes out. Agree with your identity in order for you to observe the Torah. You want to observe it, it's open for everybody. But if you're simply going to tell everybody that everything was taken from you and they are the enemy and that justifies your hate and that justifies you ignoring the very very same Torah that you say were stolen from you then in reality you don't even know what the Torah says because the Torah actually comes from the word Ora'ah which is instructions instructions how to live instructions how to better society instructions how to serve the creator instructions of how to be a better version of ourselves than we were born you were born an animal, but you don't have to live as an animal. And the key for people... See, see, he says the instructions. See, he reflecting this to us. He said we was born as an animal because they treated us like cattle. And when you hear the uh, most Jewish people talking, the rabbis in there, they call us cattle. See, that's another. Then he said the instruction. So if they were the true children of God and they're about love, would they be teaching all this to everybody instead of their own community? Think about it. Because if you got the true knowledge of the most high and you need to spread it out, why you allow Christianity, white supremacy, and all these other denominational religions take over the true children of God. If you the true children of God. Y'all got all the wealth. Y'all stealing it. Y'all done stole it. That's something y'all need to think about, y'all. Out of state, you better watch these people out of state. Y'all let these people ooze in y'all life, in y'all world, in y'all community, and y'all get to hell beat out of y'all when they come and stay and won't go. Keep believing the hype. In the book of Titus, the book of Titus say, look it up. Don't believe in the Jewish fables. That's what's in the book of Titus. Find it. I told you where that. Titus is a small book. Look, Google it. King James Version, book of Titus. Um, don't believe in Jewish fables and see if that's in the Bible. And if it's that in the Bible, everything these clowns saying, you already know the Bible said don't believe it. It told you that in the forerun. The Bible already told you this in the forerun. But they don't believe in the New Testament. 
Because if they had to believe in the New Testament, then they know that the book don't fit. So you, if the book don't fit, you got to acquit. You got to get out of there. You got to go. You're not legit. If you don't fit, you're not legit. And they not legit. And the only reason why they legit is because we allow them to be. That's all, y'all. They don't borrow time because we're the most high heritage. If we're the most high heritage, we got to come back to the most high and develop our heritage again with the most high. Because we fit them curses, y'all. Think about it. Get out your feelings and think about it. When I'm home chilling the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuning in to say, he has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes, very informative. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to say, he has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, chilling the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Hey, y'all. When I'm at the spot just chilling, or when my car just driving around, I always use the phase to keep it real. This thing was real. And that's one of the hottest podcasts around. I definitely suggest it. Check them out. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. I'm an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. And I'm an island boy. I'ma keep it like an island boy. These streets keep calling me. They don't want me to leave the life behind. Staring at stars, wishing I had time. But my kids need food and my girl needs me. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free So baby, don't play me, I ain't no toy I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise And I'm a shout that I'm body with all my boys I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy I'm just trying to make it, I'm an island boy Island boy, I'm an island boy this video these are scientists doctors geologists from all over the world that have come together to conduct their own independent research because y'all the mainstream media is not 
covering what's going on around the world. They are keeping up with all the events that are going on. And they are coming up with their own prediction. They are giving us five to six more years. <clears throat> Y'all, this is packed with information. It is 11 hours. I have watched two hours so far. You still got to read between the lines, but they are giving you enough information where you can put two and two together. Y'all, they have been doing the research since 1995, and the scientists told them, the old, you know, the mainstream scientists told them, we have hundreds of years before we start seeing these events. They said by 2022, we have seen over 200 events all over the world that happened within 10 months. They are giving so much information right now, and they are all over the world, and they are, y'all, it's so much information, you have to go watch it. Listen to this lady. Yes, we're already experiencing bad times. There is an economic crisis, geopolitical crisis, and many regions of the planet are truly on the brink of starvation. Large-scale cataclysms are underway. Scoring droughts in some places and terrible floods in others, hurricanes, tsunamis, and earthquakes. But just imagine what will happen when the planet is almost devoid of livable places due to earthquakes, when the largest portion of the budget of all countries will be spent on covering losses from disasters. Of course, living conditions will critically deteriorate, prices for everything will rise, water and food, gas and gasoline. But in 14 years from now, Nobody will need water, food, gas, or gasoline, or anything at all. Because after what happens no later than 2036, no one will need anything. We have prepared a detailed model of events that will happen in the future. And now we're going to present the scale of events based on the progression that we have been able to estimate from the increase of in the number and strengths of earthquakes. Further development of these events leads to the internal cracking of the Earth's crust. Through these cracks, magma will begin to rise in geometric progression you have seen in the graph. This will then lead to microfractures in the crust. Boom, that will change your perception of it and reality forever. Now remember, these aren't highly possible theories, but pure scientific and mathematical facts. Number one, the same side of the moon faces us at all times. This means that the side that is dark is always dark and the side that is light is always light. So truly we don't know what's on the dark side of the moon. Number two, it is the exact same size precisely as the sun in the sky, not bigger or smaller, which is actually like a one in a million chance of happening in our galaxy. And number three, this one is really surprising. Scientists everywhere are now saying, mathematically, it has to be hollow. And this is after trying to prove that the hollow theory of the moon is wrong. In declassified documents, NASA reports doing a test on the lunar surface by crash landing on it, and they reported a bell noise happening for over an hour and a half. Scientists are saying for this to happen naturally is literally a trillion and one, not to mention that a planetary body being hollow is literally impossible. They still can't even explain how it was made, only theories. Now let's not all forget, astro projectors, private astronomers, and astronauts all report seeing weird stuff while observing or going there. Scientists that study the moon are now all coming out and saying this thing has to be 
artificial. But anyhow this gets released, people are going to start asking who made it, and that's going to cause extraterrestrial life to be well known, which will cause elites to lose their power. I think it's time humans start becoming more intelligent and questioning their reality instead of living blindly like how the elites want them to. When you become more intelligent, it's not just you that wins, we all as a collective win. Stop fighting each other, stop getting drunk every night, and start seeking education. Blah. How nice of you to join the Breakfast Club. This video, sir, is especially for you. But first, before I get started, I'm gonna let you speak. So the Anti-Defamation League, let's just step back. Mm -hmm. It's the oldest anti-hate organization in the United States. It was founded in 1913 after a Jewish man was lynched. He'd been falsely accused of a crime, wrongly convicted, and ultimately the mob tore him from his jail and they hung him from a tree. Let's deal with this. Let's meet the man good old Johnny Boy is talking about, Leo Frank. Leo Frank raped and murdered a 13-year-old white girl named Mary Fagan in 1913. When caught, he cried anti-Semitism and claimed two, quote, niggers were the real killers. Nobody, listen, nobody, black or white, believed him. And he was lynched in 1915. For a century, Jews have blamed black men for Leo Frank's heinous crime. In March of 1986, the state of Georgia posthumously pardoned Leo Frank, and probably because of all the pressure from the ADL. But check this out. In 2015, the Nation of Islam researchers uncovered evidence proving without a shadow of a doubt that Leo Frank, the father of the ADL, committed the crime after all. And all of this information is, of course, made available in the secret relationship between blacks and Jews. Gotta get that book, family. Folk out here lying and you don't even know it. But let's dig a little deeper. Part of the ADL's mission statement is to secure justice and fair treatment to all. So I wonder if they attack this man by the name of Louis Buchalter as hard as they're attacking Ye and Kyrie. Who's that, Brother Joshua? I'm glad you asked. Louis Buchalter was a Jew who attended the Rabbi Jacob Joseph School where he was a, quote, honor roll student. This devil became one of the largest importers and distributors of heroin, cocaine, and opium in the United States. He sent young women around the world to smuggle in massive amounts of narcotics, most destined for the black inner cities. But check this out. This demon is best known for turning murder into an industrial commodity. His enterprise of Jewish murderers known as, get this, Murder Inc., committed 1,000 contract murders in the USA, more than the entire Ku Klux Klan ever committed. Mr. Greenblatt, you care to comment on this? You see the semantic that they play. I told you, the stuff is starting to unravel, y'all. With these people that they call themselves Jewish and they stole our identity, it's unraveling. It's unraveling. And now they trying to make up all these little things that trying to make their make their footprint relevant. But it's coming unrelevant because they're not the true people of God. And this is the most important thing in this world. The per, the, the people the the true the true children of God, the people of the true God, the children of the most high, Yahweh, Yahweh Shai. That's the main character of this story right here in this world. Once we get back in our position, 
then everything gonna be set back in its rightful place. That's why the world is like it's uneven. It's unnecessary and all these. And these people saying they the true children of God and they allow all these things to happen and then want to talk about everybody else. I told you that they were bringing drugs in here and doing all this. Now, when this information come out, now what you call me? Mm. Y'all need to think about stuff, man, and stop believing everything they saying because the Bible said don't believe in the book of Titus it said don't believe Jewish fables and Jewish fables Jewish lies Jewish tale Jewish small talk Jewish rubbish white rage is not about visible violence but white rage is subtle it is corrosive it operates through the state legislatures, through Congress, through the judiciary, through school boards. It cloaks itself in legalities. Because it's so quiet, it's so subtle, you don't see it. And so I set out to blow graphite onto that fingerprint to be able to trace white rage throughout time to 2016. And one of the things that became clear to me as I started thinking through how white rage works, it became clear to me that the presence of black people was not the trigger for white rage. It is the presence of black people with ambition. The presence of black people with drive. The presence of black people with aspirations. The presence of black people who achieve presence of black people who refuse to accept their subjugation. The presence of black people who demand their rights. That's the trigger for white rage. And this society has therefore punished black resilience and black resolve. White rage is not about visible violence. Before you inject your child, decision that is irreversible. I wanted to let you know the scientific facts about this genetic vaccine, which is based on the mRNA technology I created over 30 years ago. There are three issues that I think you as parents and grandparents need to understand. The first is that a viral gene will be injected into your children's cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins can cause permanent damage in children's critical organs. These types of damages include damages to their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, including blood clots, their reproductive system, and these vaccines can trigger fundamental changes in their immune system. Dr. Cole and I will talk about later. The most alarming point about this is that once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable. You can't fix the lesions within their brain. You can't fix heart tissue scarring. You cannot repair a genetically reset immune system. And this vaccine can cause reproductive damage 
that could affect future generations of your family. The second thing you need to know about this is the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We need at least five years of testing and research before we can really understand the risks of any new vaccine technology and any new vaccine. Vaccines can cause long-term changes in autoimmune disease. This is true for all vaccines. Harms and risks from new medicines often become revealed many years later. You know that. We're all adults here. We've lived it. We've seen it. It's just the nature of pharmaceuticals. Nothing is perfectly safe. It's kind of true in life in general. Okay, we all understand about risks and benefits. Ask yourself if you want your own child to be part of the most radical medical experiment in human history. This is the largest experiment on human beings that has ever been performed in modern history. A final point. The reason they're giving you to vaccinate your children is a lie. It's a big word. Three little letters. Your children represent no danger to their parents or grandparents. Okay? Sanjay Gupta and Big Bird were wrong. Okay? It's actually the opposite. Their immunity after getting COVID is critical to save your family, if not the world, from this disease. They generate broad natural immunity. That is our best recourse to keep this virus from further evolving to become even more of a superbug and to develop escape mutants. We need those kids to have natural broad-based immunity for a whole species. In summary, there's no benefit to your children or your family, in my opinion, my professional opinion as a vaccinologist, to be vaccinating your children against the small risks of this virus, which are particularly small with Omicron. Given the known health risks of the vaccine, that as a parent, you and your children may have to live with for the rest of your lives. If your child is damaged, the pharmaceutical industry is protected. We call it indemnification. They can't be sued. The government isn't going to be sued. Sanjay Gupta is not going to come and take care of your kid. You're going to be stuck. You're the one that's going to have to carry the burden, both in terms of caring for your child, and I have seen these children. We'll talk about Maddie DeGary perhaps later on. Wheelchair bound for the rest of her life. Okay? You're the one that's going to have to take care of that. Um, and you're going to have to deal with it emotionally for the rest of your life. In my opinion, the risk-benefit analysis is not even close. As a parent and grandparent, my recommendation to you is to resist and fight to protect your children. That's why I'm here. As I'm trying to save kids' lives, this is the hill I will die on. 
that was all I we do. Was this country, did this country enslave Africans? I can Did this country have Jim Crow and black codes? That's not in my imagination. No, it's and, not. And still, there are articles that are being written right now that still says that it'll take about 228 years for the average African-American to catch up with the wealth of the average white person but, but, in this country. And we all have to care about it. So it is race and it is class. But to say that the country, our country, The country America, was founded on America racism and bigotry, David, but and it does. But to America specializes. Black men are being shot. Oh, my we Lord. Say it, specializes. No, no, I don't it, think it specializes in it. It was the official policy of the United States government until 1968. In my lifetime and the lifetime of 90 senators who serve today, the official policy of this government was to help white people buy homes and to deny that help to black people. And because the federal government had set the standard, private lenders enthusiastically followed in Washington's lead. Homes are the way that millions of working families build some economic security. They pay down a mortgage and own an asset that, over time, often appreciates. A home serves as security to fund other ventures, to start a small business, or to send a youngster to college. And if grandma and grandpa can hang on to the home and get it paid off, they can often pass along a... Only time we believe that there's no races at play is when black people are involved. Of course. White people will never join black people to advance black interest. It doesn't happen, will never happen. That's why we've never been compensated for slavery, colonialism. That's why South Africa never got reparations after this crime against humanity that is acknowledged by everybody of apartheid, yet the Jews were given 140 billion ever since the Second World War, just for five years of oppression. So that goes to show you that white people will stand with white people. The only dumb creature on earth that will stand with animals that are not related to it in order to subjugate their own people are black people. And they don't learn from history. But they don't learn from history because when our chiefs sold fellow Africans into slavery, they thought that they were benefiting until the European realized how stupid we are in colonize us on our own continent and colonize those chiefs as well who lost everything that they had made during this period. Bole Secha don't understand that they can build as much money as possible, paper money, but at the end of the day, when whites want to take what they want to take here, they will come with jets and bombs like they did in Libya, like they did in Iraq. They'll take everything, including what Bole Secha have. And on that day, they'll be like everybody which is why it makes sense for them to be fighting to build a commonwealth for black people that will be able to help us to industrialize and create our own weapons to defend ourselves if indeed that day comes. But they're not thinking like that. This issue that we're talking about with FATF, it happened in Zimbabwe. The Financial Action Task Force greylisted Zimbabwe two years ago. And last year, they intended to blacklist the Zimbabwean financial system. Hey, yo, this is how colonialism and white supremacy and KKK work. You know, whatever their agenda is, if you don't like their agenda, you're going to get dealt with. And if the Jewish people were so much a part of what the scriptures are about and they're the true children of God, why did they, why do they allow a lot of stuff happen? Why? Y'all think about it, y'all. Why? 
An African nation's campaign against gays runs into a warning from the United States. We equally reject attempts to prescribe new rights that are contrary to our values, norms, traditions, and beliefs. We are not gays. Cooperation and respect for each other will advance the cause of human rights worldwide. Confrontation, vilification, and double standards will not. Mr. President, self-determination and independence are intrinsic and fundamental rights that should be enjoyed by all peoples everywhere without distinction. We are deeply concerned by the continued denial of this basic right to the Sahrawi people. We urge the United Nations to expeditiously finalize what must be done to conclude the decolonization of the Western Sahara. We are saying no to homosexuality. Why should you say we're going to be civilized if we only allow it? Are you saying we are very primitive now because we are frowning upon homosexuality? Even animals don't do it. Why should we be forced to do it? Because we want to be seen to be smart, to be seen to be civilized and advanced and so on. The row blew up after two men seen here with their lawyer were jailed for 15 years for taking part in what's known in the country as a crime against the order of nature, the legal term in Zambia for gay sex. ...of human rights. On the question, for example, of same-sex rights, Never mind same-sex marriage or anything like that that might be in the future. For want of a better word, gay rights, the overturning of laws against homosexuality. Can you promise me today that you will do that? I'm a constitutionalist. The current provision in the constitution forbids same-sex marriages and uphold that until that issue in our country is not an issue of the political party. Not same-sex marriage, I'm talking about same-sex, same-sex relationships, never mind, we can put marriage to self. I'm talking about same sexual activity. In our current constitution, it is banned. Are you going to lead a campaign? No, I will not lead a campaign. What? You say he's making racist, anti-Semitic remarks, or you say that people are saying that? No, I am saying he's making anti-Semitic remarks. Which one? I mean, roll the tape, Hoss. What do you mean? There's name out there. Well, name one. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. They're controlling Hollywood. The ones, yes. They're controlling. Is that a lie? Certain Jews. Is that a lie? Are they the only people that control? I'm not saying. Is it a lie? How about this? All Mexicans do this. It's just a way of saying something. That doesn't mean it's the whole group. It's just language, bro. Fair it's enough. not that big of a deal. I denounce every. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. The Jews did this. They're controlling Hollywood. Yes. controlling. Is that a lie? Certain Jews. Is that a lie? Are they the only people that control? I'm not saying. Is it a lie? How about this? All Mexicans do this. It's just a way of saying something. That doesn't mean it's the whole group. It's just language, bro. Fair it's enough. not that big of a deal. I denounce every celebrity. I denounce every celebrity I ever stood next to 
God bless you. And you know, that's the Christian word of what I really want to say. Any celebrity, only celebrity that I rock with is Ray J. Literally. Every every one of y'all others, y'all all saw, come see me when y'all want to see me. Every fake gangster, so-called killer, any basketball player, any rapper, any actress, any musician, any model, any editor, come see me. Come see God's child right now. Please. I want it. I want I want to see my mama. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you can't you can't touch in Jesus name. Guys see Mexicans beat up on black people. Okay? Oh, the man. underwater people were uh -huh. Mexicans. Uh -huh. Okay? Uh -huh. They basically gentrified the movie for Mexicans. The Mexican <laughs> hero you no, saw it. Yeah, the Mexican hero. He, he, he had more air. Spoiler free version. He had more air time in the movie. Okay. Than anybody from Wakanda. So they should have. It shouldn't even be called Black Panther. Yeah, it should have been like, called the gentrification of Black Panther <laughs> by the Mexicans. But here's the point I want like to get to. Here's the point that I want to get to. After the Mexican god kills Queen Mother Angela Bassett, he murders her. All right, that's a spoiler. Surely. Shuri, oh Shuri has a chance to murder him back. And, and instead, she exercises patience and says, we can work together. And what does the Mexican woman say to the Mexican at the end? Why are you forming an allegiance with Wakanda? Yeah. You should have destroyed him. And what did he say? Don't worry. They trust us now. The Wakandans are the most powerful surface nation in the world. And we got them while we want them. So even in Black Panther, we don't learn our lesson. We are vicious with each other. Never vicious with our enemies. Never vicious with our enemies. You got to force a black person to spend a dollar with another African, but we will give $30 billion to the Korean hair care establishment every single year, and the Koreans have never stood up for black folks a day in our life. We are literally financing our own oppression. And we don't want to admit it because yeah. we do not want to discipline our economic dysfunctional behaviors. I'm going to let that slide because you're Dr. Umar. I hate spoilers, though, but sidebar, though. You did a whole video on spoilers. I did a whole video on spoilers, though. But listen. We don't own that. That's Disney. Did you see um? Did you see uh the first one, Black Panther 1? Yes, I did. How you feel about that one? The, the messages were horrible. Uh, the cinematography was excellent. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. You deserve 5,000 lashes for that second one. <laughs> you also deserve 5,000 lashes for the messages in the first oh, one. Damn. The messages in the first one were horrible. Basically, Killmonger was a metaphor for woke black Americans. Prince T'Challa, the Black Panther, was a metaphor for conservative Africans on the continent. And the message was to Africans in Africa, don't mess with those woke black Americans because even though they woke, they're not going to respect your culture. And if you let them come to Africa, they're going to destroy everything you value sacred. And the message to African Americans was black people in Africa don't want nothing to do with you and they do not trust you. So you should just best stay here in America and try to work with us white folks. And then to make it even worse, the CIA agent Ross, the white man, he saves the day towards the end of the movie in the first movie. How in the hell can the CIA be the savior of black people when you murdered King, you murdered Malcolm, you overthrew Kwame Nkrumah, you helped uh, 
the apartheid government tracked down and arrest Nelson Mandela. You participated in the assassination of Amakal Cabral. You had input in Thomas Sankara. You executed Patrice Lumumba. Uh, uh, you overthrew Maurice Bishop in Grenada. We could go on and on and on about the CIA. The CIA has been Africa and African people globally. They have been our biggest problem for 50, 60 years. How dare you make them a hero in our movie? I got a question. Black like Panther man. was a CIA FBI propagation. Black people, this is major news. Share this video, comment. Give this video to every black person that you know because the California Reparations Task Force floats $223,000 per black person who is a descendant of American slavery. Seriously, I reported on this the other day and people doubted me. I told y'all they were talking about dollar amounts and now we have a dollar amount. So let's get deeper into this story. And so the California Reparations Task Force, who was appointed by Governor Gavin Newsom, projects that black state residents could be eligible for as much as $223,000 per person as part of an effort to redress historical racism. And this will be limited to foundational black Americans, freedmen, or black descendants of American slavery. I told y'all this was coming. Black people. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to put y'all in there. We said that I had something that y'all to think about. $223,000 is worth 400 years of captivity. If we had our own business in that, we can accumulate that and much. One thing I ask you, the, the, the dollar bill is not backed up by anything. Where they gonna give you? Dollars, yes. So they're going to give you money that don't matter. Doodle paper. See, you got to watch the little games they playing. Well, if they said gold, then that's a, another thing. Or land. But you got to watch these people on this slick stuff that try to get y'all hyped up for stuff that don't mean nothing, man. Y'all looking at the money because the money is your God. But that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing because it's, it's folly. The dollar bill is not backed up by nothing, y'all. And it's already at a crippling state. And everybody else in this whole nation and continent is going with gold now they putting y'all in the flim flam and then thinking y'all all good. But I'm thinking that that's a, another way to getting y'all to get into that digital money. Well, we gonna give y'all $223,000 for your reprobation for the digital. You gonna get it out of this digital currency and then this is how they gonna play y'all into this digital currency thing. Is this a new trickery way, y'all? Let's find out something to think about because that 223,000 or uh, 223,000, 223,000 can't get it out of my mouth. It's doodle paper, man. And you got hungry people that's so hungry about something that don't mean nothing. We're the true children of God. 
We rule this earth. We supposed to rule this world. And we asking for chump change. We wait for chump change, but the world is ours. This the mindset we roll with. Girl, I took be gentle I'ma pull up in a rental 